That was a weak Welcome ass back, clap. everybody. Oops, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Somebody was way shop. out of time. This is what I know. I heard. I heard one unanimous clap, and then like two seconds later, there was like the white guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. But I want to know who. I want you to report back who was the person off time. Well, it wasn't me. I heard it too. So not one the of you. drummer. Not the it drummer. It might have been me. I did no. it. Uh oh. We'll see. That's like your whole thing, man. Listen, if you can't man, clap I, uh, this is, with latency, this what are you even doing? This is the absolute worst content ever for a podcast, but I'm putting a link in here, okay? We're all going to play this game right now. Oh, oh, no. What is this? Test your drumming skills and challenge your friends to beat your score. I'm not a drummer. This is it. This is all. This is it. Very simple game. Okay? Wait, wait until I challenge you to a small dick contest. Let's <laughs> just see what's got him. Okay, got rhythm. Wait, what? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh my god! I scored eight twenty-seven. That's, actually, that's not bad. That's pretty decent. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm a gamer. I scored eight thirty. Also, hey, pretty we're good. All musicians. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've confirmed it. Finally, there's a scientific test. <laughs> What's good? Oh, out of a thousand? Yeah, I'll take that. What did you get, Corey? What's uh, What's like a 905. good? Nine oh five. Okay. I think anything I mean, over nine hundred is like really. I like. Yeah. I even for me, uh, over nine hundred is rare. As a bassist who's usually like drooling out of the side of his mouth while he does whatever the drummer does, I accept my my over eight hundred. I can score. I can throw up like an eight fifty plus pretty much whenever, but the over nine hundred is pretty hard. That was a okay. We'll probably cut all that out because that probably wasn't fun at all. Or I suppose we could explain what we're doing. Yeah, uh, so okay. There's a little. Uh, now let's play pinball, guys. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I said it was going to be shit content. <laughs> Who's up for some Call of Duty? <laughs> it's not out yet, Sam. Otherwise, I would be playing yeah, it right yeah. now. All right. This is a great start. Should we start um, over and see if, if Corey can I think clap on funny. time? Okay. Oh, no, it's funny. I don't care. There's three people listening to the podcast these days. Yeah. I hope you're laughing. We did a drumming game, guys. Was that fun for yeah. you? Did you like that? And apparently, it's like a little, there's like a little metronome, and you hit a key along to the metronome, and then the metronome fades out, and you keep hitting the key. And when it's no, done, I will tell you, I do kind of want to try it. On time. I want to try it again with a because I did it with the mouse, and I feel like that was the losing strat. I want to yeah, try that, that it. Space bar. pretty bad. I want to try it with the space bar because I feel like that'll be easier. And let's just see how I do here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got it. I got. Make sure to really slam it with your fist. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear it through Discord. <laughs> bum bum. Is this helpful? That it comes in late? This is the greatest podcast ever recorded. Oh, baby, nine oh seven. Oh shit! He's he's actually a guy. We fucked with him so hard. Holy shit! Certified drummer in the works. I'm sorry. <laughs> Were we talking shit to the bass player? <laughs> Do you not realize that my whole life is <laughs> strumming one button while everybody uh, makes noise around that's me? That's actually so funny. <laughs> Fair. You can't distract me. Eight, 830 on the mouse is actually impressive. The mouse is so fucking bad. Yeah, the mouse was super hard. I'm glad that I got over a 900. <clears throat> like Tony Hawk. 
900. Except 900. you get recognized in public less. Oh, did you guys see? Well, he appeared, uh, He just put out some big video. Um, he like absolutely destroyed, like shattered his leg, one of his legs, like a year ago. Oh no! Uh, and did like this whole? He cut like this, like half hour documentary on like doing a kickflip again. It took him like fucking forever. Oh God! Well, how old? He's like pushing sixty now. Isn't uh, he's he? okay. Yeah, good question. Tony Hawk. 54. I yeah, mean, he's so doing he's pretty yeah, well, but like, I mean, like age wise, but like, I don't, <laughs> skateboarding is a thing you can't just do forever. There's no way. Well, yeah. I mean, have you seen Rodney Mullen walking around lately? His knees are like completely yeah. shot. Yeah, he just hobbles. True. Uh, I just go, apparently he's like retiring tricks one at a time as he acknowledges he can't do them anymore. And it's like content. Uh, he apparently uploaded, there's like a little mini doc thing for like his last ever 540 that he's going to do or try to do. So I guess apparently he's feeling out like when he's at the edge of whatever and like trying to do it just one more time and get it on film and then not do it again. Probably so he doesn't shatter his leg. <laughs> Probably so, yeah, so he doesn't <laughs> fucking die. Uh, man. Good on Tony. What a what a legend! What a cool dude! Can't, we need to start giving because apparently, okay, I don't know anybody who's ever done any crazy fucked up shit. But if you are on TV or you're a streamer or you make YouTube videos or whatever, the odds of you like raping someone are like literally what? like seventy two percent. It's actually <laughs> insane. So I we need to st- instead of. We just need to accept that it's the default that everybody everybody you've you, ever heard of is a rapist is probably a so rapist. you yeah, watch we friends need to ex- we need to accept you, that you that's watch the, you hey, 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 you hey. watch the show friends and you think that seventy five percent of the that core cast raped somebody yes yeah Ross Chandler and Joey yeah true <laughs> nah Sarah Michelle Gellar's got those rape eyes. <laughs> We need you to think- accept that all uh, all of our favorite celebrities are rapists, and we instead of giving them shit when it turns out that they are one, we need to start giving credit to the ones that aren't. We need to be like, you know what, Tony, you're pretty chill. Okay, you didn't rape anybody. That's nice. Good job. We Good job with the not raping. We don't know <laughs> that he never raped anybody. True. Yet he's an agile little fella. Yeah, he, he it could running, be that he just running kids down on skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking he. I mean, he jumped in, did a little twisty twist with his PP. We don't know what Got he's doing. Out, 360 nice twist. Skirt. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know what he's doing behind the half pipe. Okay. Yeah. Wh- yeah. Whatever you call that. No what, a there. 720 mixed splatter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mcjizz. Uh. Why do we keep talking about pedophiles? Can we stop? It's funny. Why? Who said anything about pedophilia? We're talking well, you about said chasing down good kids. Old, we said did, good old fashioned. I did fashion. say that. Yeah. We said good old yeah. fashioned rape. We didn't say anything about kids. <laughs> All right. Well, at least we have some standards. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I what's think, new? Now, my, you know, I'm just trying to take. Oh, I'm trying to not I, take I for some... granted that I'm not homeless anymore. I'm just chilling. Oh, you back home? Yeah. He has, been, he has been for weeks. So I ran, I ran into young Corey. I ran into young Corey. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. In his completely inconspicuous car. Oh, yeah, that nobody would ever see. So it was like, yeah. I think it was the day after we recorded last time. 
Um, I it, am yeah, driving. Stalking him? No, I was driving away from work and stopped at a four-way stop sign. What's crazy is that I took a different way than I ever take home. Like, I have one <laughs> way I always take home, and for whatever reason, I took a different way home. Is this the beginning to a Nicholas Sparks novel? <laughs> and then I gave him the 720 mix splatter. Mix <laughs> uh, Into so the car? <laughs> Dirty Mike and the boys. Some some stains don't come off the leather seats. The stains on your mind never wash off. No, but I look up and so I see this blue like popsicle of a car that you can't you can't mistake it. Like there's only one car like that in Duluth and Superior. And I was like, well, I have a feeling that is my good friend Corey. <laughs> and sure enough, there he was. So I honked at him, and, and then I was, just, I was. <laughs> should I tell him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell him. He stalled back into his driveway. I absolutely <laughs> did. He, he honked. Uh, so I was turning left at the four-way. He was coming straight. It was my turn. I went. Um, and I heard a honk. And normally I'd be like, whatever. But like I knew that there was no one else around. So I was like, like oh, what is that guy honking? So I look. And I didn't see who it was. I just saw like frantic waving. <laughs> and so I was like, <laughs> oh, what the fuck's going and then I stopped and turned around and I saw none other than Sam fucking center just chilling oh so you didn't know it was me I was wondering why you pulled over I was like no Man, yeah I had no idea hang out because I was gonna honk and then just keep driving then I saw you pulled over and I was like oh he wants to hang out <laughs> I was like I better start coming up with excuses for why I can't get dinner That's tonight so funny. I was like, "Oh man, somebody died! Quick, come Sam, up with an yeah, excuse." We gotta, to- yeah, let's go. We gotta go out to eat. We gotta catch a movie. Then we can hit the bar, <laughs> <laughs> and then you can stay at my place. I'm married in over thirty. Party. You get to pick one of those things. You get to pick exactly <laughs> one of those things. But yeah, yeah. good times. So the, and then, uh, the car is exciting. And then I stole back confirm. into my driveway. Yeah, yeah. Then he Very went to back into his driveway, and I thought he was just stopping in the middle of the road to mess with me. I'll be honest. I thought he was like pulling a little joke. Because I was trying to get back on the main road. And uh, he just stopped there and looked at me and he was smiling. And then he texted me way later and he was like, I totally stalled on the way back. And I was like, oh, I thought you were just joking. <laughs> nice. Bromant. The car is nice. Thank you. Props to you again. Congratulations. I don't notice cars, but the the whole you know train of thought was, oh, that's a nice car. Wait a minute. I've seen something <laughs> that blue recently in a picture. <laughs> I'm a little salty. Only- I, I, I had I. It came with summer tires on, and I had to spend like eleven hundred dollars on winter tires. Like a, not even a month after I got the car, and I oh put God, you didn't even that? go with all seasons, I put, so you could use them in the summer. No, I thought I already have like nice summer tires. Yeah, no, your logic makes sense because then you can make them both last. Yeah, longer. I normally yeah. I would, but I just uh, like I feel like I'm just. If I'm gonna have, if I'm gonna spend the money, I might as well like not have the like do like the compromise best of both worlds thing and just go all out. If I'm already yeah, there's like a train. If you if you already have summer tires, you may as well buy the winter tires because you're gonna spend that money either way, and then you wear them down mm-hmm. half as fast. Yep. If you well, just straight up need new tires, then so I put on the winter tires, and now it's like fucking super warm, and I'm gonna like wreck my tires if I go out driving. I think today was the last like like hot day or like warm day. I think it's over now. It's all over now. <clears throat> Sam, I believe. Okay, I want to hear about this topic that you put in here. Okay, I want I want to hear okay. about the the army psyop. Okay, so I don't. I know that you guys have your own opinions about social media. Uh, I am on social media, 
uh, and TikTok. It's how I watch Vikings games because you can look them up and watch them free for live, live for free. Sorry, I the whole game. Seriously? Yeah, that's. I mean, people watch okay. fifteen second clips. No, no, people just straight up. <laughs> you can go live on TikTok, and people just set up their phones in front of their TVs, and they just stream whole games and all kinds of stuff like that. I've seen. <laughs> that's, that's I watched. So uh, fun. Okay. I watched the new Scream movie when it was still in theaters on TikTok. <laughs> that's uh, okay. That's actually fucking hilarious. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff like that. Um, and there's a lot of people my age there making fun of being old, and I don't know. I'm just getting to that minion level of age, but you know I don't feel too just needing. To, uh, I don't feel like I need to justify myself too hard. So one thing is that I get military content because the thing about TikTok that's so addictive and is so brilliant is that it, it studies everything you do and gives you more of that. So if you even linger on like one video for too long, it adjusts its algorithm to just you know jam as much of that down your throat so of course i get some military content and uh about i don't know six months ago there was this crazy hot israeli defense force girl that started taking over military um tick you know tiktok because she would just do videos about eating mres or firing her gun whatever and of course you know she was crazy attractive so she blew up super huge and then it turned out that she was like literally an israeli defense force psyop or a psychological <laughs> operation <laughs> which means that they they found a supermodel and they paid her to like make the IDF look awesome to boost like support for the IDF and it worked That's super well. So fucking funny, actually. What a sick. <laughs> so fast. Did, wait, I I want to I, I I'm not even gonna say that's brilliant. I'm gonna say it's a failure of marketing that it took this long for someone to think of that. Yeah, uh, no, I, I'm has with been you doing there. it since like the 80s. Okay. Well, I there was that army. there's that episode of The Simpsons about the Navy and they have like the Navy commercial. It's just like a bunch of babes putting yep. like torpedoes in the bay and, like, <laughs> yeah. like, posing around yep <laughs> um okay, so fast forward to now and suddenly there's this insanely attractive uh american army girl that's blowing up all over tiktok mm. and uh it's the same basic kind of content it's her in her uniform walking around or playing with guns or whatever i mean whatever she's doing time for my jalapeno and cheese <laughs> and suddenly uh Somebody came up Pushing and not people only people in Abu Ghraib, and if you, the normal, <laughs> like, the normal yeah. stuff that women in the army do. So, if you don't know, in the Army Special Forces umbrella, there is something called psychological operations. Um, they're on Fort Bragg, and it's a really interesting. So, I think I've mentioned before, I was actually selected for PSYOP, and it's probably the only regret about the military I have is that I never went and did it because I don't really care about the Green Berets for whatever reason or any of that stuff. But PSYOP was where all the attractive women were and it just seemed kind of rad <laughs> but i don't know i'm probably glorifying it but it turns out this girl is, is part of that unit so she's literally like the army found the most attractive soldier they could and, and made her a psychological operations to get more because if you don't know recruitment's the lowest like it's ever been like they missed their goal by something like it's either four thousand or forty thousand it's like a ridiculous number they didn't hit for recruiting this year the draft is coming so now oh, they have no, no, no. hot girls on TikTok getting guys to enlist. And it'll work, too. I would have enlisted. I would have. The hell I would have enlisted. Oh, can I, I shake her hand? I enlisted anyway. <laughs> I enlisted and you didn't anyway, even have right? babes. Yeah. No, trust you me. You just had no a babes. good old America boner post 9-11. I did. That was. Yeah. You're not wrong. That. <laughs> uh. When you said then the fact that they got the idea from the IDF, I thought we were approaching Kanye territories for a moment. 
No, no, no. It really happened. The like, juice. Really... <laughs> uh, what's up with that guy? He seems pretty chill these days. He's mentally ill, and he's used. It's it's two things. He is mentally ill, and also he's using as an excuse to drum up because like his expertise is in drumming up publicity, right? Yeah, he doesn't even have and an I, album coming out. Dude, no. his agent or whoever is like work like promotes his stuff is like, oh my god, like at least put a single out or something, dude. <laughs> yeah, please write. He's a doing song. it for nothing. <laughs> I think. I think is that he's gonna have a whole album about the Jews. I think the people in his position. I think he's realized that the money and the fame don't come from the music. Like the music never. It's like the Beatles, right? They would go and do concerts and. They wouldn't even sing the songs because nobody could hear them sing. Like infamously yeah. near the end, that they, it didn't matter what they were saying or playing because the crowds were coming just to see the Beatles. And I think Kanye's realized that uh, there's no better way to stay famous than being infamous. And so he's just one mentally ill to start with, and two realized that something way easier than making banger albums is just being batshit crazy and staying in the public eye. And it's kept him relevant. We're talking about him right now. <laughs> the whole world's talking about him. Um, I don't know the the step that I'm missing there is how that translates to money, but I'm sure it's I'm sure it's happening. <laughs> I'm sure somewhere he's cashing a check for it. Maybe people just keep downloading his music because he stays current, and now he gets more plays. I don't know. Maybe he has an ad deal with the Daily Stormer. Is that a real maybe, thing? Maybe it's super meta. Yeah, yeah it's like the <laughs> KKK newspaper or some shit. Like yeah. That. Or either, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, maybe it's super meta. Maybe you the- had that pretty off the top of your head. True. <laughs> We're talking about hating Jews sorry, here. I don't it's not bree- rocket science. I don't want to breeze right past that. Well, I mean, just because I have two active subscriptions. <laughs> one was does not that. mean that I read it often. I only read. I only get the Sunday edition. Okay, <laughs> it has the comics. It's got the comics. <laughs> oh, it's got the. Fun you beat ones. me to it, you bastard. <laughs> uh, and and the the junior jumble. Yeah, oh, but yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know oh, that, you know that's, you know that's there's a funny bit there. Well, I I think the yeah, bit Daily Stormer award jumble. <laughs> I, I, I think the, <laughs> you could do a few bits there. Another one would be that the the comics would uh, always be black and white, right? They would never be color. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, uh, are we all on the Wordle train? This isn't a real. Business. Oh yeah, I play Wordle every day. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I play Wordle Jay's every on the single Wordle day. Train. I, just, I just got a giant book of crosswords because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I need to complain about. This. Speaking of being old. Oh uh, yeah, tell me about it, you upper twenties Yahooligans. Here, listen, I'm 28. Tell me about being okay. old. I've, I know yeah. everything there is to know. Until you've crossed that 30 threshold, I don't want to hear. <laughs> You're literally in your 20s, you miscreants. True. Okay. We all hate TV. Yep. We're all in agreement here. Yep. Um, I It is the, the MLB postseason. I wanted to watch baseball. I decided to abuse a YouTube TV free trial, a free 21-day trial to watch some baseball. Cable is like... It's just so unbe- First of all, you do. How much do you think YouTube TV costs just for cable online? Nine ninety nine a month. Tom. Uh, yeah, that or like fifteen bucks a month. Try sixty five dollars a month. What? <laughs> okay. What? Hey, sportssurge.net. And if you want four K, it's like another twenty a month. Eighty five bucks just to for the, the pleasure of watching it in four K. Yes. And they're and 
you know what? They're not even being crazy. Because that's the same as you'd pay for like direct TV, streaming only. You don't even get not, not even like a cable box or like real satellite TV or whatever. Or like any other provider is like seventy. They're like undercutting everyone by five dollars. <laughs> okay. And on YouTube TV, they have like a bunch of video on demand stuff. Like, you know, there's like movies and whatever that they have licenses for that you can watch. Yeah. And I like I see they're recommending, oh, uh, like the original Top Gun and like John Wick and shit. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'll check that out. And, and I go to look. On YouTube TV to watch movies, you have to wait for them to air. I'm finger quoting air. I have to wait for like, like uh, broadcast time to start. On you get your TV YouTube. guide in the mail too? Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's regressed so far. This We need to go back. Can we go back to like 2014? Oh, dude, that is that is like maximally triggering. Like <laughs> Look at the that. whole yeah, gonna, promise of digital here. content was that it's free to infinitely replicate. Yeah. Oh my god. Next air is really and not only is it like I have to wait for the day. Like look if you look yeah. at Top Gun, next air is month. I took the screenshot like three days ago. That's like, the hey, first you want to watch Top Gun? Wait till Monday, you you motherfuckers. Oh that's my god. so bad. Uh, yeah, it, and it's at seven p.m. Yeah, like yep. there's a it's it's not it's, so it's not VOD. No, it's not. Like, not even on the day though. It's like it's like it. <laughs> is it for the boomers exclusively who like can't comprehend know. TV outside of like, waiting think of. for something? I don't. To start? I actually don't know who this product is for because like all the boomers have cable, cable. Yeah, and it's like pe- people who know how to use YouTube. Because you don't get like a cable box or anything. Like you have to know how to use like the website or the app or like get the the TV app on your smart TV or whatever, right? And like those people, I feel like don't tolerate like this this shit. Maybe they do. I I cannot imagine that YouTube TV is <laughs> super popular. Unless is there's like some killer feature to it, like ad free YouTube. I'm guessing is probably the. Uh no, it's oh, wait, a separate no. subscription from YouTube Premium. So if you have that, you're paying. $90 a month. Uh-huh. You're sending YouTube $90 okay. a month. Here you go, Google. Yeah. You need more of this. Oh, <laughs> uh, mind shoving your entire fist up my ass while you're at it? While you're back there? I want to I want to see the numbers. <laughs> I want to see how many people are subscribed to that. Somebody it's Google probably it. just it's just Corey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's going to be a story that they're celebrating their me. first ever subscriber. <laughs> yeah. We, we never thought this day would come. What's it called? YouTube streaming? Yeah, it's a YouTube TV. YouTube TV. How many subscribers? I don't know if they publish that. They probably. It might be part of earnings calls. YouTube TV earns four million subscribers. There are four million people paying what, like ninety bucks a month? Well, sixty-five. I bet a lot of them do also have YouTube Premium. But it's got to be for sports, right? Like what? What is drawing people to actually... Sports are really hard to just get streamed. Like, that's why I watch them on TikTok on my Well, it's because they make them stupidly hard. Oh, yeah. dude, MLB dude, the, TV, the TV makes me want to kill oh myself. Oh, my dude. Dude, have I talked on the podcast about MLB TV? I, I, I don't uh, think I have. I don't think you have. I Do you realize that that, that cool means boy. that YouTube TV, this trash service, is making $360 million a month? <laughs> that's uh that's kind of painful that's to hear. a month dude 360 million dollars a tv month. rights are so f- like fucked it's unreal to watch jurassic park on monday at what <laughs> at 11 a.m you have to yeah, watch yeah, 11 15 <laughs> yeah that's a good oh it's on a sunday oh thank goodness sunday, I, can, I can take the middle of my day off to watch jurassic park thank you youtube 
I'm going to make everybody a deal listening to this right now. Pay me $45. That's half the price. You can come <laughs> you can over. have a Blu-ray You copy. can come and watch <laughs> Jurassic Park. Yeah, I'll, whenever you want. That's even better. I'll sell it to you. <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry. Jesus. I think uh, Corey was oh, yeah, trying to you, say something. Uh, MLB TV, yeah. I had it for like the last third of the MLB season. I, I signed up to watch. Like three months, I think. Maybe two. Um, And I couldn't watch any Twins games because they... Okay. I've already... I think I put the saga in our Discord here. But just to tell the story. I live in Superior, Wisconsin. Okay? The way MLB TV works is you can watch regular season MLB games... Um, but not for not games that involve teams that are in your blackout region. And the blackout region is basically your home team. Um, I guess yep. this is the concession they made, um, for uh, to the networks for that that own the TV rights. You know, like MLB has to cut deals with ESPN and Fox and CBS and whatever, um, for TV rights. And like you know, this is what they had to give up to be able to have a streaming service on their own, right? Because the because the networks don't want to get cut out of having baseball on their their channel, right? So I can't watch Twins games if I'm in Minnesota, but I'm not in Minnesota. I live in Wisconsin. But because I live so close to Minnesota, the MLB website thinks I live in Minnesota and I can't watch Twins games. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And so like I go to MLB Help <laughs> and there's like four there's four things that like they have a phone number you can call. They have uh, an email form. They have a ch- uh, uh, a chat bot, and they have like a like a Twitter support bot. I'm like cool. So I call them. Actually, no, I do. I do the chat first, um, and I explain the problem. And they go, "Oh, you're gonna have to call." I'm like, "Okay." So I call. I wait on hold for fucking ever, and I go for forever with this dude who like makes me restart my modem and shit, which of course I don't do. I'm just sitting in my chair, and I go, "Yeah, give me a minute," and then I mute my phone for ninety seconds, and then I go, "Okay, I'm back. I did it." <laughs> Um, <clears throat> yeah, wow. this guy yeah, doesn't know what he's talking about. God. Um, not his fault, not really. I mean, he's just following the script. Uh, but like, nobody will escalate me. Just like, I know what the problem is, okay? Because like, it's not even their fault. I'm not even mad at them. Because like, all my internet traffic goes through Duluth before it goes to the internet. So like, they're seeing Minnesota. It's not their fault, right? Um, but I just can't talk to anyone. So I, I, so the phone call doesn't work. I try the email form. Uh, I type up this big email. Oh, this took forever. This pissed me off. I typed up this big email to like explain very well what was going on. And then it says I couldn't submit the email because it was over the character limit, but it didn't tell me what the character limit was. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, yeah. How I'm helpful. Like, tactically shaving off parts of this email to like keep it as concise as it, or keep it as clear as it is, but make it shorter. And it took me like 40 attempts before it finally wasn't too long. <laughs> Uh, that was really, and then the form at the end didn't work. It just said an error occurred, whatever, and I couldn't submit it. And then I lost everything I wrote. I was like, okay, okay, but I'm going to fucking kill myself. So I eventually do the Twitter bot and I talk to a person and they're like, we can't help you unless there's a twins game going on right now. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Uh, I can see, I can like, I, I post a screen. You can, on the website, you can go to the schedule and you can see games in the future. And there's a little icon that says it's blacked out. Like the game is blacked out here. Look. Uh, and he's like, no, we can't do it during the game. Or we uh, we can't do it unless there's a game going on. I'm like, can't do what? And he's like, oh, we'll issue an override for the game. I'm like, an override for that game? Or like, period. Because like, I I don't know how many different ways I can explain like what <laughs> what is actually going on here. You have to do this every time, sir. Yeah. 
And, um, <laughs> and so he says, nope, can't help you unless there's a game going on. And I go, well, like, how long will the override last? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this so, like, guy does not okay. care. And so I do another fucking, uh, I wait till there's a Twins game. And uh, I do another Twitter bot thing because that's the only thing anybody, like, that guy was fucking incompetent. But he was the most competent of the other options. <laughs> So I did the stupid Twitter bot thing again, and he's like, "Oh yeah, cool. It's uh, we we did the override. I'm like, how long is it gonna last?" He also says, "I don't know." I'm like, okay, well, can I talk to someone who like, can I like escalate? He's like, "Nope, can't help you." I'm like, okay. So the override lasts a little while. I can't. It's like two weeks or something. It actually wasn't that bad. Um, and then I'm blacked out again, and then I do the Twitter bot shit again in like two more weeks, and what? And like I, then the season was over. I canceled that shit. I it's too tilting. I can't do it. Yeah, that's my MLB TV story. It was so fucking yeah. aggravating. <clears throat> I mean, mine was not nearly as bad as that. I just remember being pissed off. Just the blackouts in general are stupid. Yeah, like, uh, and it would be like so I could watch my team's games. Like I, I like love the Brewers, so I would watch them. And I was living in St. Paul, Minnesota at the time, so that was not a problem. But if they played the Twins, which is games I would like to watch. I couldn't because the twins were involved, which is super triggering. Even if it was like in Milwaukee, um, you used to be able to, and I think they like halfway through the last season fixed this. You used to be able to, um, watch like, okay, say the, the twins were playing the giants. If you watched through the Giants feed, you could still watch it, but I think they got rid of that, oh, so you can't do it you at had all. To, okay, you had to. Okay. And Damn. also, they, they they let VPNs work for a really long time, which was weird. <laughs> so I could just I could get around the the blackout by uh, just like changing what state the VPN was set to. Yeah. But then eventually, they I think they caught onto that as well. <laughs> I yeah, dude, the, the internet is a hellscape. Like it's just it's getting worse and we're worse on the every other day. Side, it's like a bell curve. We're on the other side of the peak now. We're we're past. We're, we're, it's not gonna. Yeah, get we're any going better. down and yeah. fast. It's like pe- we we hit peak oil, like that meme. But <laughs> but we're like peak internet. It's it's only downhill from here. It's never going back. Oof. All right. What yeah. else do we have here? Um. Married Twitch. I could talk about the 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 uh, gym a little bit. Oh yeah, hit me up with the lifting tips. I was just there uh, tonight, as a matter of fact. Um. So last time I talked about how it's like in a, <laughs> it's just like an anytime fitness, but it's like all the personal trainers and everybody, it's like an evangelical. <laughs> anytime <laughs> fitness. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember. They're just like blasting skillet, which we'll get to later, but yep. like and like other stuff. Um, but then there's also, there was a, we went in like during the middle of the day where there's not that many people and there was, there's two people there. One of them was a trainer. I guess I should be clear and say that the trainers aren't employed by any time. They are their own company. They just work at the anytime. Wait, does the anytime know that, or are they just like soliciting? Yeah, they do. Like posted up. Does the anytime know that they're there? The trainers, no. the trainers are coming from inside the gym. The, the gorilla yeah. trainers. No, like yeah. this particular branch does not employ personal trainers. The anytime TM or what, like you know, proper corporate anytime doesn't. Psst, 
So hey, bud. This, want to do some bicep some, curls? Some training? <laughs> you want to learn training, about training, bro? You want to learn about proper form? <laughs> I got all the form you need. First, first tip is free. Um, but anyway, so like this trainer and then this gal. Uh, now I'll say first of all, I'm about as pro Second Amendment as a person can be. But What's I also the Second Amendment like to uh, believe that I have a little bit of class. What these people were doing was like so aggressive. Like they're just shouting across the gym about the guns they have, where they have them, why they have them, what caliber. Like obnoxious shit. Like people who just like loudly talk about guns just stop doing that in public. No one cares, and it's also just like kind of weird. And then so that's how it started, and I was just like, okay, well that's annoying. I but people do that. People like talking about guns. Yep. <clears throat> but then it started like taking a turn. There's so much <laughs> clicking. I want to know who's playing a game right yeah. now. And it started going down to like uh, referencing like a possible civil war and the collapse of society. <laughs> okay. And it kept going further and further down this. And they're loudly talking about this in public. Which, whatever. I think you're well, crazy, but I'm not going to stop you from up talking on about magazines it. and hollow points. That's you, they your joke, come. but that's literally. That's yeah, and I, I, I know. And then they were people. talking about how it's like, yeah, one day they're just going to round us up and stick us into camps, and it's like, who's us in the scenario? <laughs> who's exactly. They? Yeah, I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> and it, it basically stopped sh- just short of lizard people. Like I was waiting for the, like the Illuminati, like cabal, lizard people lines to drop, but it's, it got just to that point of <laughs> absolutely off your rocker. Yeah, so I want to be crazy person. I want to clarify something. There's no doubt that I went pretty overboard during the Trump years. That I got really sucked into the Trump hate, and I I apologize and I don't apologize for it because I want to clarify that the conservatives I have in my life live what you are describing to an even higher degree on a daily basis. I've heard some tales. Yeah, yes. Sending sending me stories about how. Police are about to rise up from the sewers and round us up, and all and all kinds, and and genuinely believing it. And what I've had to do to de- to de- to deprogram de- from that is realize that that's not every conservative. And I think it's very easy to magnify a small section and make it everybody. Right? We all do that for the ease of the mental programming. And so <clears throat> I'm very familiar with the type of people you're describing. Yes, they are insufferable. I'm sure, I think I've mentioned before, I'm sure there are liberals that are just as insufferable. I think that that paints a lot of our politics as a society is which, instead of, <laughs> it's almost like instead of what you believe in the most, it's what insufferable group are you exposed to the most? Because you're going to go <laughs> as far away from that as you possibly can. Uh, yes. And no, I, yeah. Holy I am crap. I am surrounded by people that that genuinely there's I've I've shown you the receipts. There are people in my life who believe I've that se- I have a- seen the receipts. They're <laughs> they're pretty yeah, receipty. <laughs> I gotta say. Oh God. They're uh, they're like those uh, CVS receipts that are like four feet long. They're pretty wacky. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, and and I really and I'm so, I'm sorry, listeners. I can't go into detail. It's so sensitive and so close to home that like I can't. But yeah, there are and it's I I you know 
I've been ragging a lot on Christianity in the last few episodes, or it's come up a few times. But it occurs to me the connection is that, you know, Christianity is its root. It told you that you would always be oppressed. There were terrible, horrible, end-of-the-world things coming. Everybody would tell you that you were crazy for believing it. And the only way to heaven was to stick to it no matter what, no matter what you saw, heard, or did, and to have faith in it. And somehow, somewhere along the line for a certain population, that transferred too perfectly over to, um, I don't want to just say Trump, but like... Uh, politics in general. I was, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I don't want to... I think he was just kind of like the, the, the lightning rod for a lot of it, but like... <clears throat> and now we're seeing that like we're seeing a really weird transformation where like politics aren't about like I don't know laws and and taxes right now it's about the fate of the universe somehow <laughs> and people committing yeah. to these wholehearted conspiracies and uh yeah man it's it's fr- it's it's wild it gets buck wild <laughs> sometimes that's <clears throat> i uh, it's it's just so frustrating cuz it's like both sides i i encounter it, everybody seems to be getting crazier, and I don't feel crazy saying that. That is like, true. But or at least at least the stuff that people openly talk about now is much more like unhinged than it's ever been in my memory. Like usually it's like, oh yeah, weather's nice. How how the kids? How's grandma? And now it's just like, yeah, we're gonna fucking storm, storm the beaches. We're gonna kill them all before they round us up and gas us. <laughs> just like in <clears throat> casual conversation. And or it's like uh, on the other side, it's like you can't like even make any kind of joke because people just like, oh, you can't say that. Right. And that's why I you say, can't like, say that it's bad on both sides. Whichever one I think you have to deal with the most is the one that pushes you the other way. It's like I just I hate dealing with both. <laughs> like, And uh, I maybe this is a crazy conspiracy theory, but I do think people just need to get off the Internet. Or at no, least no, that's for, not. And uh, even like even mainstream media too, because it's it's all kind of tainted by the same idea that everything has to be the most extreme situation. <clears throat> um, no, there's, there's a there's two clear like sides to every possible issue, even if it's something so mundane and like. Dude, even the like, the Kanye daylight thing is, savings. Yeah, like <laughs> the the Kanye thing is wacky as fuck because like he he's been like doing the right. He's been on like everybody's show. He went on like. Uh, Andrew Cuomo show. He went on Piers Morgan. He went on Lex Friedman. He, uh, he went on. He did. He's he's done like uh, like literally like twenty shows in the last like four days. It's crazy. Um, and it's so weird because like, okay, Kanye is tweeting totally unhinged, schizophrenic, crazy shit. Okay, he's actually losing his mind. Okay, but like, yeah. the the funny thing is, nobody's nobody will actually have a conversation with him. He either goes on these like insane sycophant shows where they just like he he gets like blown the whole for like three hours because like he's Kanye West, or he goes on like uh like uh, on like Chris Cuomo or Piers Morgan or whatever, and then it's just like thirty minutes of like trying to get like a sick dunk for like the pre roll of the next show, and like like nobody's actually there's nobody's actually even talking to this dude who's just like, they probably shouldn't be, uh because it's like I don't know. Well, I mean, it's if probably they not, did, though, it would. But it would, like, but like, I think it would kill the story faster. But nobody's that, that like actually trying they... to talk to this dude. They just like everybody's they're Everybody's using him for clout in one in on, yep. in one way or another, right? Yeah, somebody somebody help Kanye. Can somebody help him? 
Like, yeah, I, he needs, maybe give yeah. him his meds. Yeah, like I don't think there's anything. I don't think, uh, honest to God, it's such a it's such a good thing to talk about because I don't think there's anything more indicative of the collapse of our society than there is a genuinely sick human being going on intangible rants and straight up saying some of the craziest stuff, and a, a professed he's shown his diagnosis. He's mentally ill, and and has said in the past like. Hey, when I get off my meds, it's really bad and it's scary and I don't like it. And that's very obviously what's happening now. And instead of like any kind of compassion or humanity, we are parading him around like a like a clown to the slaughter, man. It's it's really kind of depressing. Like and like you said, we're using him for sound bites and we're using him to get clicks. But next and, month is mental health awareness month, guys. Change your Twitter bios. Yeah. Oh, and going God. and and going back to your your point about getting off social media, I 100% agree. I, I'm I'm straight up an addict. I think my generation who saw the rise of social media have a harder time giving it up because at some point we started conflating our value with, with our social media presence. And you're yeah, and I think just... That's, yeah. and, and I admit that wholeheartedly. And I have a problem with that. I Every time... So like even on Facebook and I, I deleted my main Facebook and created a, small, a smaller one. But even then every time I post a picture of my kid I'm like, why? Why? Why do you care if you get people liking this picture of your kid? Who care? You were there. You know you like your kid. Yeah. Who do cares? You like how your kid? <laughs> and and I have that talk with myself every time. And it's just like, but then you know something cute happens. I'm like, oh, I gotta post it, and I don't know why. Um, <laughs> and, but they've like, they've done studies, and they they did a whole documentary about how, and, and literally like the people that designed it. It's it's kind of like Oppenheimer. Like they feel terrible. They they invented this uncontrollable beast that took the extremes of politics and, and existence and the human experience and twisted it. And now we have twelve year old girls killing themselves because they're not hot enough on Instagram. We have the greatest political divide that this country's ever had. And it's not even like a reasonable divide. It's not like we have a hot topic we're actually mad about. It's just, just everything. <laughs> it's just our you know, and yeah, guess what? We uh we started this little this little fire and now it's an inferno and we're probably all going to get burnt up in it. Uh Yeah, I guess for anybody listening, any of you three people that might still be on social media. Um that made it past us playing a drum game in the first 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and are still here. That was con- that was like the uh, Netflix screen on the TV. That was content. Yeah, that's true. Good content. <laughs> but uh just, I would recommend to anybody just try to take a break from it at least. And I'm not saying like I'm still on like Reddit and stuff pretty regularly, and that's pretty much as toxic as any other given social media platform. Around. It's my, it's my like degenerate addiction. Yeah, it's yeah. My what is that show on TLC? Oh, uh, my my strange addiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my strange addiction. I love walking dogs, um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't get the, enough. If you take a break from it for a while and just like exist in your day-to-day life in the normal world, you'll realize that people by and large are just are just as reasonable as you perceive yourself to be. Like and reality is not as insane. There will be people that crop up that are really bought into these polar opposite things that want it to bleed into real life and like try to make what they perceive on social media a reality. But generally speaking, I think everything is pretty okay. (laughs) 
But if you are on like any social media website, it's like constantly telling you, no, nothing's okay. See that other side? They're evil. They're absolutely evil, irredeemable scum, and you have to do something about it. And I just don't... I'm just tired of it. And like, I think people would be much happier, generally speaking, if they just took a break at least and then recalibrated in reality. Went yeah. out and touched grass, if you will. More like get out and touch ass, am I right? <laughs> well, hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. What you got to do is buy a subscription to every German town, and then you go where the trim is. <laughs> I forgot about that. Where's the, how's the trim over at Park Avenue? Let's go find out, bro. Oh my God, I'm going to the so LA Fitness funny. later. Some cardio bunnies over there. Yep. Well, congratulations on staying true to your gym. Uh, yeah, true. Odyssey. I, uh... I was in the gym today. My legs oh, yeah? are getting stronger. I can Very walk good. after leg day. That's a huge. <laughs> that's, that's, actually like, that's actually. If you'd seen me after my first leg day, I like crawled up those stairs. Now I can, you know, still walk, and I'm not Professor X over here. So uh, it's working. We, I started trying to do um, Romanian deadlifts. Oh, sure. I, I have never deadlifted anything before. Like this is a new thing for me. But. Uh, it, it feels like my hamstrings are like a rock. Like they do not, I cannot like touch my toes after I do them because yeah. it just tightens <laughs> up and it's the worst thing ever. And like if I squat down, it feels like I'm going to like burst my leg because it feels yeah. so bad. <laughs> like, you, like it's going to, like you're, the muscle's going to go shooting out of your thigh. Like it's, it's like if the muscle just suddenly atrophy, it's just like turned into bone. <laughs> That's what it feels like. But um, yeah. Can I bring up a real quick, I know. We talked a lot about the gym last episode, but I do have to bring up a complaint yeah. that I have that I've <clears> noticed in my the past few weeks. People that mark their territory in the gym with like literally a pissing water bottle. on the bench press, <laughs> not like, no like a water. They'll like leave their Powerade bottle okay, or a sweatshirt yeah, yeah. over a piece of equipment and then go fuck off for like God knows how long, thirty <laughs> minutes doing something else. But the expectation is that no one else will come and use that equipment. Because at a moment's oh. notice, they could come back and use it again. Yeah. Like, that's the pretty, bench pretty press BM. today was, like, occupied. Like, I, if I'm doing, like, chest arms day, I want to start on the bench press because it's the most intensive and it's, like, a compound exercise, right? Like, it's good to start with that and then work your way to smaller muscle groups. Or at least that's what I remember learning a million years ago. Could be wrong. But there's just people who just, like, leave a water bottle on the bench and then you're like, well, there's no one here. But if I move this and sit down, then the person's going to come back and be like, hey, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what I do. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> I, I do two things. Either I just get on it and uh, then I, I'm, I'm not trying to start a fight. I'm not antagonistic. If they do come back, I go, I'll say something to the effect of, uh, oh, yeah, jump on in. Or I was just trying to get one in before you came back. You know, keep it light. Yeah. Um, because I do, I do circuits. So I'm a person that doesn't like to sit at one machine and do all of my sets. I like to go around the gym and do multiple muscle groups at the same time into failure. Super that's, sets. That's my workout. And um, But I do that. I want you to know I do that completely understanding that somebody might get on the machine I'm using. It happens all the time. And I don't freak out about it. It's like, yeah. And and sometimes like they'll they'll say they'll see me coming around, they'll be like, Oh man, they'll start jumping off and I'll literally go out of my way to be like, nah man, I'm the asshole here. Like, it's not my gym. Please do what you're doing. We can we can alternate or you can even finish up and I'll come back. Like 
it's to me it's built into it like if you're going to do what i do then you just have to understand that somebody else might actually want to do a different kind of workout and we'll take your machine yeah so see that's a reasonable take but and but some we'll, people just think they own the place but from what i've seen i mean so you you have your you have your social media actually what influencers you have like your influencer types and you have your straight roid rage types and they're always going to be a problem um but even then I'm trying to think. I mean, you know, the cities is definitely. I mean, let's let's be real here. You are in a very different ecosystem than I am in my small northern town. Um, but even the biggest guys and the guys who film their whole workouts and live stream it or whatever, generally speaking, if you approach with respect and you're just like, "Hey, are you almost done?" or "Do you mind if I jump in?" or "How much do you have left?" or whatever, generally speaking, it's pretty communal, at least in my gym. And they're like, oh, yeah, jump in or I have one left or whatever. So I don't know. Have you tried, like, talking to the people? Or is it straight yeah. up? I, I, I'm curious, like, in your, invi- in, your, in your environment, do they straight? Because I've seen people get pissed about it. It's never happened to me, but I've seen <laughs> I've seen fights start about it. Well, I'm I, curious, like, like, maybe I'm just timid and I just don't want it to get to that point. But there have been times, like, there was one time where uh, there's two squat racks at the gym. They were both occupied and the people that were occupying them or just like leaning on them and not like actually doing a workout. So I was like, okay, they're probably resting between sets, but then it like went on for a while. And then, uh, so I walk up and it's like a group of people having a chat around the equipment. And I was like, is anybody on this thing? And then <laughs> this gal looks at me with like the bitchiest face ever. And she's like, what did you say? And I said, is anybody on this squat rack? And then the guy who was sitting like right by it, he's like, nah, I'm done. But it's like, what's your problem? Like, what? I'm just asking a question. The, this yeah. random lady. I'm sorry but, that uh, you go to a. That's a bad gym. I mean, that 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 sucks. I mean, typically. Well, she. Well, actually, it, coincidentally, this is the same lady that was shouting about how she has a handgun that can fit in her sports bra, which is like oh, sure. across the gym. And you're like, okay, can you stop? Can you just not? <laughs> is that possible? Yeah. Oh, uh, and speaking of. Sorry, another thing you said just triggered me because it just happened today. Influencer types. So there's this couple that goes to the gym. I go oh, to. my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, yeah, this guy who's just like, <laughs> he's a big dude. He's strong. He lifts really heavy. And it's like, yeah, congrats. But he has this, like, ditzy, very slender girlfriend like it, when you hear her talk, you, it's like a caricature of a, a dumb blonde. It sounds like, mm-hmm. which is maybe being a little cruel, but that's just what my impression has been so far. But she's like recording this guy, and I'm standing right next to him, like by the mirror, by because this is just by the bent, like the uh, the regular benches, right? And he's doing like dumbbell presses or something, and I'm just doing curls. And she's just recording, and it's just like I didn't agree to just be recorded because I'm in the shot. There's no way I'm not. Yeah, because she's recording her boyfriend, and then halfway through the video, he's just like, "Oh, that was terrible," and he like has like a, a bitch fit, and oh then he like, God. and she's like, "I thought it looked pretty good." And he's like, "I don't want to see that." <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! And I was like, "Holy cow, dude! Just calm you. down." I've had people straight up film me, and I've had to ask them why, and they're like, "Oh, we we just we just film people at the gym," and I've been like, "No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <what are> you- <laughs> yeah, that's normal." <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been I just, like, "There's." Yeah. I was like, I can't think of anything like, and I, I've, I, I can't think of any good that would like. There's no reason to film me. I'm not sexy, so I know that you're not getting off on it. So there's like no good outcome to this. Somebody like, is there's, somewhere. There's, and um, couple. I, I went to the gym once at like one in the morning, and there was a couple that was like making out all over all the machines. Like I don't know if I disturbed. Like I don't know if that's their thing. 
Oh God! If like I, but like that was they would film it all and they would do like one rep and then they would make out for like oh thirty minutes. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with these people? And it was well, just so arousing. There? It was so arousing. <laughs> all right, uh, can, hey, can I pause real? Quick? I really gotta take a whiz, but I'll yeah, be right go ahead. back. Sure. Oh, whiz and Tom. Oh, there he goes again. There's P and P and He doesn't really care that much about this podcast. I mean, there are people. Signs are here. God, what is this episode? <laughs> Look, this you know what I'm confused about? Why are we not famous? This kind of content that we put out. You know, matter. it's going to be like a Van What's Gogh the disconnect? thing. We're going to die, <laughs> and then the show's going to fucking explode. It'd be like that Doctor Who episode where they bring Van Gogh to the future, and there's whole museums <laughs> about him. Yeah. Somebody's going to bring us to the future. There's going to be like a whole art institute about our podcast. And there's going to be some British gentleman who's like, frankly, they were the greatest podcasters of all time. <laughs> These fools didn't even see it. They were the capsule of their culture. No other, no this, other brilliant minds could ever bring us forth. This is going to be like insanely highly valued merchandise. Like, yeah. f- the like physical memorabilia. Yeah. We're the Herman Melville of podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any um, like trinkets or like is there is there anything that people would is there any like podcast related stuff? Our mics, yeah, that could be it. Yeah, the video games we talk. This chair is (laughs) still stained with Corey's ass sweat. It'd be Breaking Bad. (laughs) (laughs) We'd be bigger than Breaking Bad, and and the band Ghost. (laughs) It wouldn't be remembered as a good show. Breaking Bad would be remembered as that sh- that one show that we talked about all the time. Yeah, the show that we made famous, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are listening to this from the future and studying us, uh, we really were the voice of generations. Yeah. Because. Oh, I'm important. Well, hello. Sorry, so, that story was too around. I mean, I had to pee. Yeah. Yeah. So here's crank one out. (laughs) Summarizing everything about the gym, right? So this is I I, I coined this phrase and I like it, and and that's that. uh, (laughs) um, The gym makes Mormons of us all. Like you can't start working out and not talk about it. I don't know why. Sometimes it's really obnoxious, and then sometimes it's not. That's a good line. Something about something about it. Like you just you you have to you have to proselytize it. You just do. And some people are really high up in the religion and they film everything they do and they get really mad about it. And some people just have conversations on their podcast for five people, but all in all, it doesn't make me as mad as some things because it is a healthy thing and there are way worse ways to spend your time. Right. True. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any problem with anybody in the gym. Like if you're working out, then good on you. Like <laughs> the the problem is the tangential stuff <laughs> around the actual activity. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the yeah. actual, uh, when, when it collapses into the reality of being around yeah. other people, you're like, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're like, <laughs> if you're like busting out reps or like running or like, you know, climbing God, stairs or whatever. I just fucking whatever. hate people running on treadmills. God, yeah, it's like, it's a judgment-free zone, bro. It's definitely like the CrossFit thing, and it also it brings it just it's just one of those things that brings out the worst of people. So like. I'm doing this thing in November where I'm trying to do 3,000 push-ups in, in the month. Oh, yeah. Oh, to raise money for no, St. Jude's. November. No, no. God help me. <laughs> I, I couldn't go. I couldn't go. <laughs> I couldn't go 30 no, seconds without a No, not November 1st. Are you kidding me? No, that, even that. No way. 
no nut couple noon. nuts a d- couple nuts a day <laughs> no nut noon no just nut for lun- the one minute that it's noon <laughs> no n- no nut lunch break no thank yeah, you yeah. <laughs> um and i go to work i'm not at home so think about that damn anyway do you know that was a rumor that was started about me way back in the day can you say where or no it was at no i can't but there was a place where it was rumored that when i went to the bathroom (laughs) that's what i was doing is it did i I know you when you worked at this place or is this before yeah oh yeah okay oh yeah what the fuck that's yeah it was it was was a medical job who yeah, it was a provider that I still that now I I work at another place with the same provider. I haven't brought it up to him. That's day, actually fucked to. up. I'm going you to should, bring it you up. should like show up in like Joker makeup one day and just be like, <laughs> I do you remember me? <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about I've thought about messing with I've thought about going the and messing with him. I've thought about being like I'm gonna head to the bathroom and like grabbing some lube. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, grabbing being there for a good thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, Come out with toilet so, paper stuck to your hand. You know, the most annoying thing about it is I thought I was so careful, and I don't get how they figured it out. <laughs> He's a sleuth. Uh, Actually, they're just voyeurs. They have cameras everywhere in the bathroom. So my headphones popped out of my phone a few times. I mean, uh! <laughs> uh. Uh, anyway, dude, I Where, was in a I was in a coffee shop that? where that happened. Oh my oh, really? god, really? Yeah. That's yes, really. And it was not like a practical joke. There was no cameras or anything. It was just a guy. The dude was just like sitting there acting. This is the bizarre thing. He's just acting all chill. Like he's like, you know, yeah. typing the next great American novel. Yep. It's like, what? Dude, <laughs> that's, why? That's be one of the most like psychotic behaviors in the like possible is just yeah, like people should be rounded up and bully clothes. Put in just, camp. Oh, just like casually enjoying porn. Like. <laughs> I've told you my two favorite it's porn so stories. One is really, weird. one is really quick, and it was this guy who brought in his sick wife for surgery, and I was the nurse working on the case. Okay. And I walked in, and this dude was straight up watching porn while his wife was dazed out on her sleepy time juice. <laughs> okay. Was she in the room? Okay. And, and like just in the room, waiting for her to wake up, just watching oh my porn. God. And okay. I walked in, and it was. Just, I was okay, like, cool. "All right." So yeah, and he put it away How's and tried to play it, it off. Going? Oh, I was. Uh, why would you? Other, why would you have virus, the sound Look at my on. stocks. My my other you one. You know is anybody can walk it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. In the army, when we used to pull these guards, these like twelve hour guards, twenty four hour guards, whatever, I was paired up with that guy. And the army is a place for degenerates. But this guy brought, like, remember last week or last episode when we were talking about like the CD case full of like music that you would compare to people. <laughs> okay. And everything? Yeah. Yeah. He brought yeah. in that, but for porn. Like there was easily. <laughs> Easily 400 porns in this Oh, my thing. God. Okay. And he just started popping him. And, I mean, watching the whole movies. Dude, that is like, was he like critically closing. He was like, like Roger Ebert. He was just like, <laughs> like just <laughs> critically watching each one. And he straight up, he was like, I was. Nah, the, nah, he I, pulled out too soon. I was the NCO, so I was the ranking person, so you just had to picture this little dude. He was just like, hey, Sart, watch with me. Like, dead serious. He said they're sipping his Coke. Dude, watching <laughs> Vietnamese. Oh that's actually, watching like, Vietnamese porn. Behavior. And I just remember, like, have you... Okay, I, you guys aren't going to answer this, but I don't know if you've ever watched porn for more than 15 seconds, but it is a depressing affair. And about your third hour of it, you just kind of hate... <laughs> you go full Joker. <laughs> you just... <laughs> you just nah, man, I, I watch it for the plot. I've seen it all. 
and the other thing is like they need to get like the Martin of Scorsese of porn needs to come around because they're all shot the same <laughs> and none of them are shot well. <laughs> like bring a little class. It's all zooming up on the gushiness and I don't I don't know who that's for. I'm sure I'm not the first person to ask that. But <laughs> I just now I can't help but think what would that even look like? Martin Scorsese it's like good fellows. Is it like ab- abstract? Is it like- <laughs> It'd be six hours of plot for thirty seconds of humping. Oh, how would you do the plot? <laughs> I might be in. Uh, so you think you're a gangster? Well you're gonna have to fuck me. <laughs> okay. You think you can fuck me? I'm gonna fuck you. The move is literally like apocalypse now, but like at the end they just fuck when he gets to the island. <laughs> yeah, Marl- it's Marlon Brando and fucking uh, Martin Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> he comes but out of the mean- water. You know the scene where he's like yeah. comes out and he's wearing the yeah, face yeah, paint, yeah. Yeah. and then he just immediately gets came on the face. <laughs> I see you came to check out my little, uh, my all my peoples. Oh, the horror! <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be a gangster, <laughs> and that's why I let him fuck me up the ass. <laughs> We're gonna fuck up in the ass <laughs> and film it start to finish. I'm gonna show the everything. <laughs> there is a twist. There is a twist. We show it. So, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I don't know, Martin. Is this a good idea? <laughs> nah, it's great. I don't know what he sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Scorsese sounds like. Hey, guys, it's me, Martin yeah, Scorsese. See? Yeah, <laughs> I made the Departed. <laughs> My name's Martin. Yeah, see. <laughs> anyway, uh, what else is new? <laughs> well, actually, we should probably get into the. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're out of time because we're we're okay. Yeah, I gotta keep the schedule. I wanna I wanna tell you right now this was a, a spiritual experience and one yep. no irony this is my favorite album we've covered easily I have never really listened to a lot of um this band <laughs> but I am a lifetime fan now I don't want to cut it because this is Corey's thing but I just want to yep. say I loved every second of this album. <laughs> <laughs> So please, Corey, tell us your history and tell us the name of the album and do all that. (laughs) So the album, uh, I believe, is a 2009 release. Uh, I can check that in the meantime here. Six. Oh, shit. Okay. Damn, they're right in the heart of this era of like radio rock, huh? Um, Yep. The album was Comatose by Skillet. (laughs) Um, I was was 12 when this album came out. Um. I didn't really care that much about Skillet before this. I think I saw them live one time, but I, I didn't give a fuck about Skillet before this. I don't even think, even now, I don't think I know like any of their music. I don't know what their music was like before this like at all. Um, but this album was like, dude, when this album came, I, I'm grateful that my exposure to secular music was as limited as it was at that time because I was so into this album that I think if I had been if i'd been into like regular music i would have been all in on every single band that we covered in crust in the wind unironically it would have been like like to the absolute <laughs> i would have been on like that stained shit and like fucking creed and like, i would have been way up on all of them because like if i thought this was a banger right 
Uh, I think this is probably. I mean, like now. I mean, like you guys know what the kind of music I'm into now. This is probably like the first stepping stone onto like getting into like rock music. Uh, and then I think from I think from this music I got like super into like classic rock stuff. And I know instead of going down, because that's what I was like uh more allowed to listen to instead of going down the like ass rock rabbit hole which i which i have no doubt i would have 100 percent 100 percent. wait done. a second i'm sorry yeah i just this is breaking news i'm on spotify looking at the skillet bio yeah they're from wisconsin oh my god is that true i'm so sorry that absolutely fits that that is the least shocking thing Honestly, grammy award nominated multi-platinum wisconsin quartet they could be from Superior, and I wouldn't blink, honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> could be the most famous thing to ever come out of Superior. Except oh. for crippling alcoholism. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, this this album, for people who don't know, uh, was like full sellout. This was like full-on radio rock. We're going to write, like, we're going to get paid. Uh, we're going to drop a couple singles that nobody is going to know are Christian songs. Uh, and we're going to get on 94X and we're going to get fucking paid. That was the strategy for this album. It worked very well for them. This album was very successful uh, commercially. Um, Indeed. And uh, they're still like, I'm sure they're still successfully touring now. Like pretty much just off of this. Uh, I don't even know what came out after this. It's probably also garbage. But um, yeah, I guess I don't know. Uh, I don't really have any like stories like when I was a kid, like my experience with this album. I just remember it coming out and me being super into it and kind of putting me on like the path to the kind of stuff I, that yeah. I'm into now. I just remember uh, the drive to school in the morning, listening to the local Christian radio station <laughs> and hearing rebirthing oh, yeah. every morning yeah. for like many months. So you'd said that I'd probably heard some of this album, and and honest to God, I don't think I'd ever heard any of it. Really? None of okay. it rang any kind That's of bell. Surprising. So this was all new to me, and my experience listening to it for the very first time was I was like, oh, it's it's ass rock and it's kind of catchy, but then came round the fourth track. <laughs> my <laughs> oh life God! Forever. Yeah. So suddenly I'm listening to this song, I'm listening to this album, and suddenly I hear this guy crooning like, "You're better than drugs." <laughs> And that I was song like, is so good. I was like, wow, that's a little on the nose. So if you know me, one like <laughs> to declare that you better be like a recovering addict. <laughs> and so immediately, like immediately, that was like the narrative that I developed in my head. I was like, oh, cool. I didn't know Skillet used to be like hardcore addicts that recovered and, and became a rock band. That's dope as hell. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to hate he on it. So I go ahead and I Google. I Google. I Google. Was Skillet addicted to drugs? I want to hear an uplifting story. The first thing that comes up is an interview with the lead singer, and he's like, I've never drank or done drugs, but I just figure that God, you know, when I'm trying to describe it, has to be that it's better than drugs. So here's, like, <laughs> that is so it's tone deaf. Interest. That's <laughs> so tone deaf, man. <laughs> how can you, yeah, how can you say it with, the, yeah, 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 yeah. That, is, be, that yeah. is pretty bad. So quite frankly, he's just I, like singing it at a heroin addict. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. Is that like, <laughs> like a magic meeting? Yeah, <laughs> you're better than drug. <laughs> hey, recovering addicts, we brought in Scott with their hit song "Better Than Drugs." So I sold my infant son my. for two hits of crack. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. Well, here's our song. 
<laughs> so here's what I want. Here's here's what I want. I, I often fantasize about putting people in saw-like traps. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Who doesn't? And Go on. I want to. I want to get skilled addicted to drugs, and then I want to leave them alone in a room without any. <laughs> With the a only way out. who's better than drugs. The, the only way out is to sing better than drugs a hundred times. But every once in a while, every once in a while, a little window opens. <laughs> the heroin's there. And if they use it, the counter... It's re- like a pie cooling on like a windowsill. <laughs> just a heroin needle. And every time they use it, the counter, the counter resets. So they have to sing better than drugs a hundred times without giving in to the uh, intermittent heroin temptations. Yeah, uh-huh. And if they can't, then I guess we'll finally know. <laughs> Which one is best? Yeah, empirically. Who wore it best? Yeah. <laughs> That's science, ladies and gentlemen. That's I am a nurses are scientists first, and if you've ever said that, and ironically, uh, hang yourself. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hate that. Today. That's that culty. That's that culty stuff that you don't you know. No. Nurses are they we're monkeys. We're monkeys working for the gorillas. Anyway, so. Uh, from there, I started paying attention to the album, and man, is this, this is, uh, Skillet is undoubtedly, and and finding out that they're from Wisconsin makes it so much better, because this is the sheltered youth group kid. Yeah, Homeschooled. Is. Yep. Like, this is the band. band. This is the, the yeah. youth group band, for sure. Or, My Anytime Fitness. <laughs> if you've ever been to youth group, and, and I'm allowed to make fun of this kid, because I was this kid. I was 100% this kid. And you've had the one who's clearly, like, never seen anything darker than... F- you know, Fraggle Rock in their entire life. <laughs> Fraggle Rock gets pretty fucked up in the second season. <laughs> and they like put on a do rag and try to like act hard. That is this music. I've never seen something so transparently try hard without any grit to back it up. Like <laughs> Ass Rock is something. It's fine. This is like Ass Rock fronting as it, it's it'd be like if I put out a gangster out rap album. It'd be just like the end of I was like, cruising down the streets in my in my topless 440, about to shoot a man with his own gun. Wordy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rhyme. It's so bad. But so there's just but I don't want to say like I'm just shitting on this album, because here's the thing. There's there's a famous thing in sci-fi and fantasy and, and pretty much everything where there's like this this godlike category of so bad it's good. Yeah. And it's mythical because it's so so many people try to do it. And they can't. But, like, a great example of something that, that unironically pulled it off was uh, Tommy Wiseau's The Room, yeah. right? Which is just a. It's like Narnia. You can't example. do it on purpose. Yeah. And yeah. this is that. This this <laughs> won me over with the charm. It's so incredibly bad that it's good that I, I genuinely love, like, listening to it gave me that serotonin. Like, the, these guys dropped the word. They're, these guys have the audacity in 2006 to have a rhyme that's like. Do you remember in December? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the ballads Rhymes with November. The ballad, the ballads on this album are so bad. So thank you. I would, un- I would unironically go see Skillet, and I'd be smiling the whole, the whole Excellent. time. I, I you know get what? It. I, do, I, do. I think in retrospect, these songs are still catchy. The, this, like, oh, they're, I they're had catchy, this shit stuck in my sure. head for like the week after or something, I listened to this again. And I hadn't listened to it in That's, like, I don't even know, 10 years or something, probably. probably I was probably genuinely surprised at how catchy they are. They're super catchy songs. Most of <clears> them. <throat> I would say most of the album is catchy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I was going to say, like, I was just uh, listening to a little piece of rebirthing just to get the old nostalgia juices flowing. Yep. That song's actually good. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's uh, it's not terrible. It's pretty, like, I mean, I've heard it so many times. Yeah. And ironically, I'm looking on uh, uh, Spotify. Of every song or on this album, which one do you think you've heard the most? Oh, man. Give me a second. Let me pull it up. Um, probably, probably comatose. Really? That's interesting. Cause I've only ever really like constantly heard rebirthing the, yeah. well, the open song on this, but comatose has like three times the plays to that, which I would have thought was not the case, but yeah, I don't know. I remember this album artwork so well, though. Stupid kid with his unplugging the life support, his grandma. <laughs> Whispers in the dark. Dude. They have, like, um, they have, like, their thing. Like, the, the skillet chorus. Every song has the skillet chorus. Where he sings something, then the, the, the lady skillet comes the in and yeah, is like, yeah, yeah. yeah! No, the lady skillet. The skill Gina, as it is. They're married. Did you know right. that? I, I, I they're think straight I, I actually don't know if that's true. It probably is, but I just. Made well, I think up. they're just like I think they're just like implicitly straight edge. Yeah. Okay. Just because they're Christian rockers. Yep. But yeah, I saw them live shortly after this album came out. They went viral earlier this year um, because okay. he was walking around stage with two like air cannons. Like blowing smoke or steam out of like these pretty badass cannons on his arms, and everybody's making fun of it because it's a Christian band. It was a metaphor for blowing smoke up all over our asses when we were kids. They're better than drugs. Oh my god, better than drugs. <laughs> I love that. I just, I I love the sheer balls that it takes to never do drugs and write a song about how God's better than drugs. You can't do that if you've never done drugs. In the interview, he's like, it's a very divisive song. Some people love it and some people hate it. I'm like, I bet I know the people who love it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I know the people who hate it. Drug addicts. <laughs> yeah. um, also, the beginning of Comatose, that, that violin intro. Yeah. It sounds like a goddamn cartoon. It does, yeah. Like It does not sound like a violin. It sounds like a MIDI violin. It do- yeah. I, I don't, it's, maybe they it, couldn't it afford the session people. Deeply. Yeah. It almost definitely was. It, it probably was. I mean, that. So in the early thousands, if you remember, you didn't like when the keyboards came out where you could make any sound. Like <laughs> music went pretty. Music went pretty buck wild with that for a while. That is actually like true. we didn't care. Uh, there was a lot of that going on. Which uh, should we rate it? Because I have is one. Someone's thing phone I want to talk clicking. About. By the way, real quick. No, I have my phone. It's all. It's I, when I record i throw it on the guest bed next to me i don't know if it would mess with it all the way from there usually it doesn't mine's here but it's not doing anything all right never mind i thought maybe i'm i'm just probably having one of my psychotic episodes <laughs> i'm just I mean, i'm just hearing the screaming again <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me just pretend I, i'm not screaming as well <laughs> does anyone You're else better than the voices in my screaming? Head. yeah um rate it okay now i think now i'd give it Oh man, I I don't even think I can give it. Is I think I have to give it like a one, because like the music offends me, <laughs> but 
but like for what it <laughs> this is hurts you but for what it is it's like one of the better ass rock albums that and and i've listened to a lot of them that like since especially with crust in the wind this is in like yeah, no kidding this is in like the upper like 20 percent or something of all the ass rock albums yeah. well and this but for crust in the wind like as opposed to that this is in their heyday yeah. This is the That is like, an important distinction. That is actually yeah. true. Like this yeah. is this is not them now. They could like we haven't listened to the modern skillet. I'm I don't even know what that could possibly be and I don't really care to find out. <laughs> but, Maybe uh, drugs are okay. <laughs> Dude, how sick would that be? They had like a pro You're drug. You're as song. good as drugs. They cover they cover any money cocaine. Yeah. Try drugs, it's equitable. Any money cocaine. No, anyway, who the why, why can't I think of it? Who was it? No, it wasn't Eddie Money. Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. <laughs> this is Come Eddie on. Money, Eddie the Money singer. Is... <laughs> I go, it's aquamarine gravel. <laughs> it's aquamarine cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally no one's going to understand that. <laughs> literally nobody Literally not that. one person listening is going to Oh, my that, God. So. Okay. We need to, if we you need do, to bring this Good on back. you. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. I'll, what, I'll what give I... it my rating. Yeah, go for it. Because you, you said one, right? Yeah, I think a one. I'm gonna give it a zero. Yeah, like it's compl- it's like it's water. It's neutral. Like uh, uh, this is for like the today score. We'll go into the nostalgia score later. Yeah, I think like it's it's produced. It's a well produced album. I think especially they do for have a Christian s- album. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I think they do have some talent, and I think they they can write. I mean, it all kind of sounds the same. So maybe it, let's. I won't go too crazy and say that they can write interesting music, but yeah, I mean, that's it. Like, I don't hate it. I don't like it. It is what it is. I guess it's background noise. Background noise for Call of Duty 4 replay through. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Those were the days, man. (laughs) Listen, jamming to Skillet playing COD 4. (laughs) Uh, take me back. I want to go back. Um, as far as my past, ooh man, dude, my past rating, this was probably a four. I think there's like a couple songs that I remember like were boring, but like that 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 album overall is probably a four. This was a this slapped. Yeah. This was a banger. I think I would have probably agreed with you. I I like. I complain now having heard rebirthing so many times, but back then I like, I loved that song. <laughs> that was one of my most played songs on whatever random MP3 player I had at yeah. that time. Like a create, a creative Zen drive. Oh yeah. I remember that thing. It had like 14 <laughs> buttons on the front. <laughs> yeah, it's like a calculator. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't even get any of Sam's ratings. <laughs> oh, I wasn't yeah. going to say anything. I was going to make you guys feel bad about it later. <laughs> You can't uh, catch me. This is a very enthusiastic zero. Like, please listen to this album if you know that. <laughs> very enthusiastic zero. I can't say it's good, but I can't say that you will get your giggles. Uh, especially, yeah. like, so Just I really listen to it. Better Than Drugs. Give Better Than Drugs a listen and, and you'll be sucked in. And I, it, somehow it just stayed that corn. I, I'm not kidding. I love this album. Like, I really did. It's not good, but I love the hell out of it. As a, it completely depends on what did we ever like decide what age group for a nostalgic rating because it really does matter. Uh, just when the album came out, I think was the idea. 
So like in okay. 2006, what would you? Oh, you in 2000, uh, 2006, I was already in the army. Like that's how old I am. Um, I would have not given this too much time. That's All actually. Right. <laughs> You're old. I am old. <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn. We talk about it sometimes. Fucking sometimes brutal. I think you actually get. Sometimes I was I think going you into seventh get... grade. Yeah. And we yeah, played buddy. Metal Gear Solid Four. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, it, 2006, when I was fresh out of infantry school, I would have given this like a negative five, but Damn. <laughs> I don't think it deserves That's that. So I don't funny. think it deserves that, but I mean, you know, time heals all wounds uh, as a, as a kid, like as a kid, like seventh grade, like I listened to a band called pillar and thought they were, Oh, awesome. yeah, oh dude, so pillar sick. Dude, Wait, yeah, did we listen probably... to a pillar? We listened to pillar. For Crest in the Wind we did. Or, no, it was POD, yeah. I think. No, we didn't listen to pillar. I think nah, it was, we I did. I think we did POD. I thought we did do a Pillar album. Uh, we've probably crazy. talked about Pillar once upon a time. I mean, they were... I no, am fireproof. I am fireproof. That was, yeah, that was the uh, the old Maranatha basketball team uh, walkout music. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. That's a deep pull. Was it really? <laughs> it was, yeah. They had walkout music? Well, actually, actually, it started. Did they play it. It was did for warm ups. Little Walkman. It was for warm ups, and the first song was the final countdown, and the when second you, song was fireproof. And this was at like a, there was see, a state tournament. When did you go see Marinoth at a state tournament? My brother was on the basketball team. Oh really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess you would. That was his senior year, so you were Audi by was, that point. Uh, I was in the public school system breaking rocks by then. <laughs> breaking rocks. In solitary. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that year he was on the basketball team, so we went to, like, I don't remember where it was. It was, like, Madison or Milwaukee. And or they something. went to state? No, not, like, it was, oh. a, it was a statewide tournament, I should say, not the state tournament. Like, because, you know, Maranatha, this is real. Maranatha, when uh, a certain very powerful family took it over, they literally did something illegal and, like, turned it into a recruitment school. Where none of the academics mattered, and they just reached out to all their friends that were good at basketball, and like brought them to the school specifically for the basketball team. Yeah, and we went. And, and we went they, to st- they definitely didn't threaten refs. No, in between Wait, games, what? That definitely didn't this, happen. This all happened. And we I, went need, to state. I need. I need to hear the, the lore. I was, I was the water boy. <laughs> this is all like straight true. I wore a suit to games. <laughs> yes, there and was every- a, there was a couple of incidents, as I recall. I was very young at this time. Yeah. Okay. And this is that. This is. That school, the one you know, probably through Fireside Tom, like it's in outside of Superior, yeah, that tiny yep. little school, mm-hmm. was had a formidable, I think both uh, girls and boys basketball team. I don't really remember. I remember the girls team doing very well. Okay. Uh, and the coach of the girls team, I will not name names, but he would threaten. <laughs> he uh, at, okay. He at least one time. Threatened a ref. With what? Before the game started. Okay. I don't know the specifics. I don't even know how true that is. But uh, that's just what I heard. <laughs> and it's like, if you're threatening refs over a high school basketball game, you need uh, in Superior, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> you need to you need to calm down. I think. I'll, I can only tell you that it, it's like something you'd see on like a Disney Channel movie. Like the school was just a front, man. Like it wasn't real. Our teachers didn't have teaching cert- like this is this is fact. Our teachers didn't have teaching certificates, oh, and yeah. it was lit- And every student there was was brought there because they were good at basketball and they were promised a state tournament tournament. 
and they went and they made it to state. They did it. Um, but if you were not athletic like me, I'll tell you what, it was quite an interesting place to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. And I think that that crashed down. So like by the time I'm to be clear, I, I think your brother was on the legitimate basketball team. That was just for fun. Or, or I'm sure it was competitive. Like, I don't mean to downplay it, but it wasn't the corrupt, like, <laughs> at some point there was, like, some sort of falling out and, like, the family left and the basketball team changed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. So this was post that time, for sure. So this was, like, uh, everybody else. Not – and like, they, they actually weren't bad. They had – well, you probably know of a very tall guy who would have been going to school at that time. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to name names. This is getting weird. <laughs> yeah, it but, is. It's – it's getting a little bit too deep into the, the lore of yeah. the people behind the podcast for public consumption. I agree. Right. But yeah, no, uh, that was, so it was during that time. Anyway, fireproof, yeah, you know, fireproof I, was I, the I, filler. <laughs> I don't want to like stick my foot in my mouth. I d- like, I just want to be clear. Cause your brother listens to this. I wasn't like insulting. Like there was no way he was on a good team. I just wanted to, the team I, was I, diff- yeah, 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 sure, sure. It wasn't, it wasn't, uh, a f- it wasn't it wasn't being run by a corrupt. Yeah. It, w- <laughs> it wasn't being run by a corrupt person who literally bought a private school outside of a township and used it to cultivate a basketball team. Correct. <laughs> Wild times, man. Wild yeah, that's, times. That, I, that, yeah, I haven't thought about it was that super in a illegal. long time. Oh, no, you've got me down memory lane. I don't know. You, you, So, like, basketball was such a huge thing when I was growing up because of that. That, like, as soon as you said it was the walk-on basketball song, like, you threw me, you you hit me, like, you sent my subconscious down a rabbit hole to a very deep core part of myself. (laughs) Like, oh, man, you uncovered, I'm working some stuff out. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the the Cold War Russian trigger word. You said Maranatha basketball. The numbers, (laughs) Mason. What do they mean? Oh my god. What is it with okay, what is it with private Christian schools and basketball is what I want to know. know. Lakeview is also a very well, I guess it was two people <laughs> playing basketball. Oh, well, that I was think, enough to carry the really teams. good. I guess well, so. Me. Yeah, it was wild. Here's my theory here. Um if you went to a smaller school like that, you weren't going to afford a hockey rink. So hockey wasn't going to happen. Or football so it had to be, pads. Or yeah, so it true. had to be like Football's a sport you could play year-round that was relatively cheap, and that's going to be basketball, right? Yeah, like that makes sense. That or soccer, I guess. But See that? And when I moved to Cloquet, uh, soccer was the big sport. It wasn't basketball. It was soccer. And hockey, I guess, because it was an actual public school that could afford a hockey rink. Also, I feel like football is a sport that gets competitive way earlier. Uh, for like school kid age, um, cause like I don't know, you need like like the coaching and everything like it gets super sweaty like really early, and it's not like having kids play soccer or baseball or whatever. Oh, I will I will tell I you remember, this. Remember, I played pop Warner football when I was a lad. Yeah, I I played I, t- I played football when I was in I don't know two years. It was like fourth and fifth grade or something like that. Yeah, same. Yep. And boy, some of those old middle-aged men that were reliving their glory days got way too into it, man. Yeah. Here's what I'll tell you is that probably, and this is like probably empirically true, at least in this area, the sport that honestly gets the craziest people is hockey. Oh, they put those kids through so much right from the start without because it it costs so much money and the investment is so total. Like they, the parents are, it's a full-time job for the parents on top of their full-time job. And also, and, uh, any uh, person with a hockey mom 
bumper sticker, just don't talk to them. Just stay away mm-hmm. from them. Ram your car into them. Kill them. They are the worst <laughs> people to interact with. Mangle the car up. Twisted steel style. Okay. And if you have, if you listening have one of those, maybe look up, uh, check behind out, you. look up some rope stores. I'm behind. I'm coming up behind <laughs> you at the stoplight. I'm going 70, and I'm not stopping. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I can only tell I'm you that. I'm driving my a... e-hummer. <laughs> and I'm going. I'm going to fucking miles you off of this. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a hockey da- a hockey dad threatening me and the provider I was working with that we were going to let his son with broken ribs. We were going to write a note saying that he could go back and play, finish the game that he was brought in from. You might have told this story on the podcast, I think. I might have. It, I think probably when it happened. Familiar. If you go way back, it probably I probably told the story after it actually happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cuz it was really wild. Like that dude was so mad. We we're like your your son's ribs are broken, dude. <laughs> like, we cannot unbreak them. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the picture of his shattered ribs. Guess what? He's oh, like, oh, get him back on the rig. <laughs> yeah. He's got to lose a few more teeth. And the dad was, and this kid, he wasn't even like a senior or at least, well, who knows? I remember him being like, it wasn't like he was going to go to college on this one game. And you could see on his face that he didn't want to play, but he didn't want to say it. And his dad was just like, yeah. Oof. That's rough. So yeah, pillar. Pillar. <laughs> pillar. Oh, well, actually hey, we... skillet. Yeah, yeah skillet. <laughs> yeah. That's skill. Uh, Wait, uh, who's, whose yeah. turn is it next? What are we doing? Oh, I guess that's it's Tom. Me. Uh, oh crap! All right. Um, let me think here. Uh, I should have come prepared for this. Fuck it. You know what we're gonna do? What do you got? You know what we're gonna do. Skillet, comatose, again. Oh, you know what we're going to do. Toby Mac, Diverse oh City. Oh, my God. Let's Welcome go. to Diverse City, Toby Mac, 2004. <laughs> I hope you're ready for this. I'm ready. You know what? I'm not. <laughs> I was super into this album. <laughs> I remember this album very well. I used to know every, this word for word, the entire album. Yeah. I believe it. See, this is this is wild because like I don't know that I've ever heard the whole album. I listened to Momentum and Portable Sounds. Oh, that Portable Sounds was after this one. Yeah, I missed Welcome to Diversity. I hope it's good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Oh no! And I see track number seven is True Dog: The Return. Rip. Just yeah, remember that kid killed himself Damn. or overdosed or something. Yeah, he OD'd. When you hear that, rough. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, uh, cool. Yeah. I'm going to listen to some Toby Mac. I have no hate for Toby Mac. Are you sure? I have no hate for. Wait Toby until Mac. you hear Diver City beginning to end. <laughs> oh wait, you know what? <laughs> then, okay, then I just have to throw this, this band out there because I just remembered them recently. I, I I'm not going to pick this one for any of our things. Remember Family Force Five? I do remember. I saw. Yeah, they ha- they actually put on a pretty good show. They were wacky considered. as fuck. Yeah, that's true. I think Family Force Five is one of those bands that I confuse for every other band. Like I have heard of them a hundred times, but I can't think of their music. Are they like pop rock? What are they? They, are they dance. Yeah. They're like they're like Christian kid rock. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it's really <laughs> that's weird. The best they're, I can come up with. They are kind of like dance rock music. I think. But, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, welcome to Diversity. Next time.
Yep. Next time. Diversity. I've heard the song, I think. Diversity. We're colorful blood. It's like a freak show. Freak, freak show. show in your neighborhood. Yeah, so if you want to praise, you can come on down because this freak show's leaving the ground. Up, up, and away, baby. We don't play, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't believe I still remember that much of that song. I'm excited now. Anyway. Yeah. Um, well, I suppose we should get to what did we learn today? Uh, I learned that Eddie Money snorted aquamarine cocaine. <laughs> Again, nobody's going to get it, but, but you just it's have to trust funny. me. It's funny. Okay. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I promise it's funny. I forgot what we talked Please about. Please laugh. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> uh, I learned that you never get anywhere except for going to state tournaments by threatening refs. Yeah. And I learned that Tom... Uh, has a suspicious knowledge of the KKK's newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good poll. Then I'm not going to let that go. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Canceled hashtag or cash, hashtag kit. Hashtag. You have violated thought crime. You cannot even know about racist things. Right. Well, there's like knowing about the KKK and there's like... Be- putting on <laughs> cool costumes. It's just cosplay, man. Yeah, I'm just cosplaying as the Grand Wizard. <laughs> Listen, I've just I just know a little bit about the KKK. I know their <clears throat> banking accounts. I know their I know Look, where just because I'm the treasurer on the board of the KKK <laughs> doesn't mean like I'm like in the KKK, okay? Like okay, sensitive liberal. I'm sorry that you're triggered. Cool it, libtard. I've burned a few crosses, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, technically I didn't burn anything. I was just there. I didn't light it. All right. You ever, we better stop before that, someone actually thinks I'm. <laughs> yeah, do you think there were any members of like the '40s KKK that felt bad about it? Like, ah, oh, damn, this kind of blows. <laughs> Honestly, Whoa, if I'm being know, honest, I, I bet ninety. Was that kind of party. I bet ninety percent of them didn't even do crazy shit. They just like all met Wait. up and whatever, and like it was just like a a big like meeting, and then they said a bunch of racist shit, and then they went home. That's probably how well, like it's like it's, youth group for racists. Yeah, yeah. I, be, I bet it was just like a community word. thing. And within, like, the racism was just, like, a side hustle. Well, for, what's probably that movie? for most of it. They it, did crazy like, Mississippi shit. Burning? The Is that of the course, movie but... about the KKK in, like, the 50s? Which, Which one? one? Mississippi Burning? Is that what it's called? I mean, if anybody would know. Is that the one <laughs> about, like, the Tuskegee, like, race riot shit? Well, I, I don't remember no, no, what the name Tuskegee. was. But, like, where, basically, um, like, where was there was a detective who, like, went undercover to investigate the KKK. Tulsa. And it, it turns Tulsa. out they were the lamest people ever and like they had like secret handshakes based on superman comics and stuff <laughs> like it was like the dumbest shit ever oh yeah that's like that's like everything that's like even uh the masons and every, the freemasons oh yeah the free like, <laughs> the freemasons <laughs> holy crap i remember watching in school an entire documentary oh, about yeah. how evil the freemasons were and just grown men with secret hand i love how lame we are as a society i yeah. love that it's pretty there's great. no such thing as hey a george cool washington human. was a freemason true Anyway. I don't know who this Mason is, but we should free him. Hashtag free Mason. All right. My name's Corey's got to go to work. I do actually have to do like an hour or two of work here. All right. Well, we better let him go then. All right. Good night, boys, and stay hard, America. Stay hard, America. Bye. Love you.
Good night. Sleep tight.